Dave and I spent a lot of extra time together yesterday at that CPR training class. Isn't it interesting how after you take a training class, you go and that you want to use it? I know. <laughs> I'm looking for people to fall out. <laughs> Me now. too. I'm ready. <laughs> so you can CPR them. Yeah, CPR. I'll tell you, there's a lot to it too. Uh, there's more. You know, we looked at it for a couple of hours. We looked at videos and what you're supposed to do, and you know, clear the scene and do this, and then. You practice it, and when you start, you're like, "Oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do?" You know, it's uh, like real life. It was even with the mannequin there. Because yeah. can you imagine if something actually happened to somebody, mm-hmm. and you try to do that? You know, you're thinking, "Oh, geez, what are the steps here?" Because yeah. you're supposed to like make sure the scene is safe, and then do a certain amount of compressions at the right uh, depth and speed, and then you're supposed to give two breaths for every thirty compressions, and make sure somebody calls nine one one, and make sure somebody brings you the defibrillating device i mean it's really a lot to it i think one of the big things at the beginning of the of the of, of a situation like that is just getting yourself involved yes it, it is is seeing it happen and then saying should i go over there or someone else gonna go yes where are we the videos showed you know look actors like falling down at a coffee shop and having a heart attack or a, you know some sort of cardiac event, and people would, and apparently this is real. People would look around, like Dave just saying, like, who, you know, what's going on here? You just look, and every second is wasted. Yep. You know, you have to get involved, and yeah. don't be afraid to be the person leading the charge and ripping open somebody's shirt and doing it. Would you say, uh, Kelly, Dave, that your instructor had a good sense of humor? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's great. He, I, I, I liked him a lot. Good. I did too. He. You know, some awkward moments, of course, when he's, does anybody know anyone who's at high risk for cardiac arrest? <laughs> wow. I we mean, all know somebody. I raised my hand. I didn't want to say who. I said, mm-hmm. I, you know, any questions here, I would say, if you know somebody who's down a chamber. <laughs> I mean, the heart has four chambers, <laughs> ideally. The, the guy would say, there are four chambers in the heart, and he would start doing the motion, showing diagrams, and I would think, I know someone who's mm-hmm. down a chamber, <laughs> but it's. I not, said, "Hey, it's not, it's as, not as bad as, as it looks. Not as bad as it sounds." <laughs> Look, I cut the salt out. And then at one point, uh, we were talking about Demar Hamlin, uh, the Buffalo Bills player, who, of course, had that cardiac event on the field, and how important it was for them to get the machine to him to restart the heart because the heart apparently quivers. You know, that's what happens; it gets out of rhythm and just quivers. And if you don't do something within a few minutes, the person's going to die. Yeah. And so they were talking about that. And uh, the, the instructor said, and of course, you know, an NFL football player is going to be in amazing shape. So many times it doesn't even matter what kind of shape you're in. And he's like, you know, anybody sitting at this table run every single day? And Dave said, well, Chris Kelly does. And the instructor looked at me and goes, oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> he goes, he pointed at me, and I, I was like nodding that I do. He goes, yeah, nut- I know. To the buffet. I know what you're talking about, brother. I get you. I get you. It's we got like, a nut job right here. Yeah. I was like, all right. And he, he didn't he didn't believe it. He's like, oh, no, come on. Yeah. You know, because nobody does. They did show us how to use the, um, the AED, which is the defibrillator. Mm. And there's different types of them. And supposedly... We're going to get some here whenever we get a new budget. But um, the, one of the things is that, you know, you have to put these sticky – they're like sticky pads, really. They're not the, the, the things that you hold in your hands, the, 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 the pots that you hold in your hands. They're just – you pull them off and you slap them on like, um, like little stickers, and you put them on there. And they said, but you want to make sure that they get with the skin. Mm-hmm. Well, if you've got a, a hairy patient, mm-hmm. you gotta shave them. sometimes it won't work. And you can't shave somebody in the field. They sure showed it. Yeah. No. They did. They said, you get a razor and shave them. I, I mean, said, you put a razor in the, in the first aid kit. I was going to say, you got to put a razor in the kit. Oh, okay. They do. And literally, 
That's why I'm, I'm going to shave my chest. I told you. I said, so I shave my I said chest. it's going to take both of us on some of these. I said, <laughs> <laughs> Hold them down, shave them. I mean, they literally, I, I never thought about that. But I mean, shave I, them and take off bras. Those are the two things I took from y- it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they said, and you literally, if the guy's got a hairy chest, you take and shave a patch quickly, like dry. Shave him dry. Yeah, or it won't work. <laughs> or it won't work as well. It won't work. I mean, it, there's nothing that if goes through. If they're super hairy. Yeah. Now, I think anything's better than nothing, so put it on him and try. Yeah. But they literally mm-hmm. showed people shaving a chest dry. Because you'll put it on there, and the machine will say it, does, it, won't, contact. it won't contact. That's wild. I like, never knew that. If you've got a shirt on, of course, you have to take the person's shirt off, rip it off of them if you have to, and put it on the bare skin. And it even, won't go through clothing. It will not go through clothing. No. Give me the razor. <laughs> uh, yeah. The defibs are great because they, they talk you through the whole thing. They have a little voice on them that says, now stand back, now clear, now mm-hmm. attach this. And mm-hmm. it, it It's very helpful. Uh, st- step one, two, and three, it just tells you what to do. Ron, you're talking about uh, CPR. And we Dave and I were in a CPR class for three hours yesterday. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just uh, uh, listening to another radio show. Not that I don't. I, I never listen to other radio shows, but it just this one time I was listening to another radio show. All right. And uh, um, solid start. We, to- <laughs> <laughs> we want to start over. Yeah. Let's just <laughs> scratch this whole Pretend thing. Pretend like you just answered the phone. Yeah, yeah, let's start over. We'll start over. Ron. Ron, Ron's on the phone. He's talking about CPR. Dave and I were in a class yesterday. Three hours. Ron, go ahead. Yeah. Ron. Uh, they were going over statistics about CPR and said that only like ten percent of people that receive it. Uh, will actually end up alive after being discharged from the hospital. Um, 10%. Yeah, our guy told us it was a very low percentage. Ron must be great at parties. <laughs> Somebody falls over. Don't bother. He's only got a 10% chance of living. He was another that. better party earlier. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. go to other parties. I was at an earlier party. I had other parties, I would have yeah. yeah. Guy died there. I don't go to parties where people die normally, but... <laughs> Should we do CPR? Nah. nah. No. 10% chance. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> and you can say NPR because they're the only ones that give out stats. Right. Thank you for your loyalty, Ron. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate that. They got, well, interestingly... The guy said those defibrillating devices are so important because if you have that, much higher percentage they chances. They do work. work. It's because the heart, and we learned this, it's because the heart, as with DeMar Hamlin, goes into that quiver and all the CPR in the world won't help that. You have to reset the, the heart. It's like a reboot. Yep. It is. It's like a rebooting of the muscle itself, and otherwise it's not going to work. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, hell, you, you do it, mm-hmm. but what Ron said is right. It's a low percentage. You know, you it's 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 a terrible thing, but almost every school year you hear about athletes, sometimes football players, That's basketball right. players, you know, collapsing. That's right. And I know that there has been a push to get these things into schools, but I don't know that they're all there. I've, not not universal. Now, to me, that's something that like an Elon Musk could do with all that money. He because they're about the guy told us about eight hundred dollars will buy you one, and a good one. And we're trying to buy two here for the radio station, which we're going to do. One on, we have three floors. And the sales folks lost out. We're gonna put them on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put on middle and the bottom floor, mm-hmm. and uh, on his advice. Uh, and so, I was. My wife was saying I was telling her these stats, and she's like, "Now there is something tangible that money could do." You know how people like Elon Musk said, "I'd love to feed the whole world, but I can't coordinate that." You know mm-hmm. how are you gonna do that? So, but I think he could 
or someone like him, a Bill Gates or somebody, could spend their money literally and say, "Okay, I'm going to put one of these or some of these in every single school." Mm-hmm. You'd have but, to coordinate it. But course. you need it. You know, I've seen horrible stories where like someone collapses in the gym. And the coaches are attending to the player who's fallen down, mm-hmm. and they'll send teammates to go find it, but they don't know, they don't where, know it where it is. You know, I mean, yep. it, it's not accessible, or it's in another part of the building. Exactly. And I asked that question yesterday. It's like if you don't know where one is, and somebody falls down, should you try to find one? He said, No, do CPR. Uh, but send somebody if there's anybody there with you. To mm-hmm. Go get it. You know. Yes, you need to put it in the gym, in the hallways, in the lock, wherever it is, the cafeteria, and say, here's where they are. They should train yeah. on that. And, and, and some schools are really big. I mean, you know, oh, you're yeah. right. They're yeah. enormous. They should have them. Um, they really should have probably six or seven. At, at least school. one in a gymnasium. Like no gym doubt. and cafeteria where the, no question. Where the masses are. Masses are. Uh, Heath, you wanted to comment on these AEDs. Go ahead. Yes, I've actually been in a situation where somebody had to have them used on them. And, you know, when you get those devices, there are the pads that you stick on to the person. Mm-hmm. What we've been told is that what you do is the company comes in every year, so services that device and takes away those pads because they're expired. But if you will keep the pads that have expired, you can actually use those to rip off the hair from somebody who is hairy. Smart. That way you have your new ones that you use, but you have the hair you know, you don't have time to shave or what have you. Smart. So um, that was always a tip. What a great tip. It's like a field Brazilian wax. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> you just get a quick Brazilian on your chest. <laughs> you just need enough to stick them in. You don't have to do the taint. Ah, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just a roll of duct tape. Thanks, Heath. Yes, that's really all you need. That's a great mm-hmm. idea. A quick Brazilian mm-hmm. on the chest. Mm-hmm. Bzz, bzz, and, you've got, and you've got it. <laughs> I'm going to need an esthetician. That's right. That's great. Uh, Paige. You call 911. You call the spot down the street. <laughs> Paige, you wanted to comment on CPR. Dave and I were in a class yesterday. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Hi. Um. So I've taken CPR numerous times because I'm in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Never have had to use it. Three and a half years ago, it was January the 1st. I was going to the gym. Got delayed. Ended up leaving a little late. Went to the end of my street, turned right. Almost didn't make my class. Get to the stoplight, there's a wreck. Mm-hmm. And people are just standing around looking at this car. There's smoke coming from the car. I can see someone sitting in the front seat. I turn in, didn't want to go because I wanted to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Turned in anyway, rolled down my window as I'm pulling up. Have you guys called 911? Is the guy okay? They told me he was unresponsive. They were trying to call 911. I get out of the car. I go over to the car that had wrecked. It's my freaking across the street neighbor. Really? And so I start shaking him. Yeah. I'm like, Jim, oh my God, Jim, wake up, wake up. Nothing. Yeah. Take his pulse or try to. He's dead. He's gone. Try to get these people to help me get him out of the vehicle. They won't. I'm afraid that will hurt him. Like, he's dead, guys. Help me get him out of the car. Yeah. There's two guys standing there, and they did help me get him out, laid him out on the ground, started doing CPR, did not give it a second thought at all. It just came to me naturally. Mm-hmm. I got him back. I got him back. He is still alive today. <sighs> he is one of the 10% that made it. He was 
in a um, medicated coma for about six weeks. And you saved his life. You saved My his word. life. I saved his life. Golly, Paige, that gives me chills. Listen to you doing I'm that. I'm telling you guys, it is like the proudest moment of my life. That, that's amazing. It's heroic. I, I want to give her a t-shirt, Biggie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now who's the hero? <laughs> I'm not a hero, guys. Yeah. I'm not a hero, but I want to give Paige a t-shirt. That gives me chills. That's yeah. amazing. That's what you do it for. You hope to never have to use it, mm-hmm. but you yeah. should. And she never used it in her in her in office her whole, where, where yeah. she works. And then she does it when she sees that. And what she described there is exactly what the instructor told us yesterday. People will stand around and do nothing, and they'll I, think. I have a warrant. <laughs> what help? I, I can. I have a warrant. Well, <laughs> and they think you'll get in trouble for yeah. like breaking somebody's rib. Yeah. There are good Samaritan laws in every single state in the country where if you try to help, you make a, a good faith attempt to help, you cannot get in any trouble. Yeah, Even if you rip right. a woman's bra off and start, you know, you, you don't get in trouble for that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Do something. I mean, I'm not saying you rip a woman's bra off, okay? <laughs> but if she's down and doing and. Or and, if somebody's rolled over, you know, roll them over if they're not breathing and start giving them CPR. He's like, no, he's like, if they have a broken back, that doesn't matter. Yeah, like, you got to get their exactly. heart pumping. Exactly. What she just said is exactly what he described. Also, uh, he said they don't even check for pulse anymore. If you're not breathing, they do it. There's no harm in doing it. You know, it's, it's if they're just not breathing. Just, you start CPR. start CPR. It was great. It was a really good, was good. class. Yeah, I, was I enjoyed in, it. And I was very impressed. And great instructor. With the instructor. Did he, you guys get uh, little patches you can sew onto your jackets? They're coming at in the, the end. end. We got those. We ordered them online and they are coming. Mm-hmm. And we got a full manual on not just CPR, but snake bites and bee stings and all of those other things. Okay. And, but the awkward part, I mentioned this earlier, Dave, you t- at the beginning, he was saying, is anyone here willing to put their lips on another man's <laughs> lips in this building? Who says I haven't? <laughs> <laughs> and we all looked at each other, you know, like, mm-hmm. should we? Nervous we, laughter. You know, should yeah. we? <laughs> and it's all now, like, because you do give breath. I mean, he said that does help to give the breath. You don't have to, but it helps. And uh, they now make devices where you put a barrier between your lips and the other person's because of communicable diseases did you guys do the uh the song lyric to keep the beat they mentioned that and uh because it used to be what staying alive alive. you can use that when when we practiced on the mannequin it would tell you if you were going too fast too slow if you were slower (laughs) (laughs) i was going too fast i was going too fast i was going too hard slow down a lot of teenage boys do yeah i I was like And the guy said, "You're jackrabbiting." <laughs> I did. I jackrabbit. Not a contest. I, I yeah. did, man. And I mean, finished. I, I finished faster than anybody else. Typical. <laughs> I finished before they even brought the paddles. 